course, it's been recording my fucking allergies hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, folks, there's a little medical background for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. You ready? I'm ready. Ready, Freddy? Y'all ready for this? <clears throat> <laughs> What's up, Nada Nation and lovers of the Toronto Maple Leafs? I'm Anthony Alhefe. This is Ball Walker. This is the Leafs edition. What's up, baby? Alhefe. I love Let's how go. we leave every season miserable, and then this first episode, we're fired back up. Let's go. <laughs> this is it. This is our year, baby. This is this our is year. This uh, is just it. when you. <laughs> Yeah, we're back. We're all the way back. We're well, it's back. good to and be with I'll, you I'll for the Leafs, buddy. It's good to be with you. Buddy, it's been too long. It's been yeah. too long. All right. Leafs edition, first one of the season. Bob, there is so much to talk about. There is reason for optimism. There is reason to get ready. There's reason to blow some dust off of that Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Yeah. It's our year this year, 2023-24, the year of Mexican Lord and Savior Austin Matthews. This is our year, my man. Yes, get the stash. Zorro is yes. fucking ready. Let's go. Uh, let's get cracking. We got some new faces on this beloved team. Let's start yes. with Tyler Bertuzzi, my man. How do you feel about Bert being on? I love the big three, and I'm sure Ryan Reeves appreciates being called the big three acquisitions this offseason, but I love it. Dubas is gone. The era of tree living is in here. We're bringing back that truculence, folks. We're bringing back truculence. Ooh. And, and we added... I'm going to tell you this right now. Now, I want a fatwa out on Sam Bennett. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, I want yeah. that gone. I can't wait for Revo to pump his eye shut. But any Lee fan listening to this knows Knows about the conspiracy we all believe in that the refs are out to get us. And it's true. It, I 100% believe that. Yeah, completely unbiased. We get the most ridiculous calls against us. We're not even the most physical team leading up to this year. But somehow we're always leading in penalties. We never get enough power plays. It, and then don't even talk about the playoffs with Florida, who became a saint in our round. Okay, I'm getting pissed off again. Okay, deep breath. Bertuzzi, I cannot wait. Until him or Domi do something dirty and hit a guy from behind or punch a guy in the back of the head. I don't care. We're going to be the little bit of the goon squad. Everybody, oh, you already hate the Leafs. Here's more reason to hate us because yeah. we signed up long term for now. The talent in Poppy. We, we, we'll talk later, but we need to re-sign Willie. I just love that guy. He's he's way too legit. But but back to Bertuzzi. I'm so happy. And if he starts the You're first so line, like. Yeah, cap friendly. I, I just have it open right now, and, and just where they have everybody. He's technically on the first line with Austin and Mitch. I think that's fantastic to start the season if that happens. He's that guy. He's going to go behind the net. He's going to be doing the nitty-gritty. You're going to allow Austin to kind of stay in the slot, move the puck around, cycle, be the center he is. And Mitch Marner is going to be able to do his magic from the corners because it's going to be regular season Mitch. He's going to be doing the soft, silky passes. Matthew's going to be sniping. And anybody who wants to fuck with them, yeah, I'm not saying Tyler Bertuzzi is going to kick the shit out of anybody. That's not why he's here. But he's going to be the guy that they're going to be pissed off and focusing. And when the whistle blows, the defense are going to be trying to punch his head clean off of his neck because he's going to piss them all off and it's going to open up opportunity. So, yeah, I'm a little excited. I'll have You know what? With Bert coming in, I am a anytime you got a guy with an Italian last name, I'm already excited. That being said, the hand hey, 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 hey. 
Uh, anytime that happens, I'm happy. But he's, you know, I was trying to find a good way to describe him. And this is how I think I can describe him. He's like Michael Bunting, but way better. That's the best I, way I, I can describe him. I like Bunting, but that's almost a disservice to Bertuzzi. <laughs> to Bert Bert. I, I don't know. But, I, I love the grit. Carolina, I love the right? weirdness. I'm I'm such yeah. a fan of of what Bertuzzi has to offer, and he's going to be that guy. He's going to be that guy that Leaf fans love. The yeah. Doug Gilmore, Wendell Clark hit, but hit can get hit, give a hit and score a big goal. Like he has big goal written all over him. I hated him when he played for Detroit. I hated the fact that he would be a leaf killer, but now that he's our guy, I can't wait to give that big toothless mouth a big kiss because this bro is going to be legit. I'm calling now 30 goals for Bertuzzi this season. Easy. <laughs> well, first off, as much as I love Bertuzzi, don't ever disrespect Wendell like that, okay? Because Wendell was just different. That's just a farm boy who was absolutely beating the <laughs> shit out of people, putting the puck in the net. The Goat of the Leafs. So hey, as much I'm, as I love Tyler, he is, yeah. he's not I'm like saying Wendell. that's the elk he comes from. He He's that guy that, that will smash <laughs> you, take a hit, and I, as I destroy the studio here, take yeah, a hit, maybe. but also give a hit and get a big goal. I love the addition of Tyler Bertuzzi. I wish it happened last year. Unfortunately for Tyler, and this sucks to say, is like everybody else who takes this role with the Toronto Maple Leafs, you will get a reputation with the refs. You will be hated, and by end of november maybe just before christmas uh nothing will be going tyler's way and basically the minute he opens his mouth he'll begin a penalty because that's just what happens to leaf Very players true. who play a little bit of a greasy role so enjoy it till then tyler enjoy it till then yeah moving on the prodigal son has returned one of i think maybe the first or second second generation trauma belief welcome mississauga's own max domi what's up Let's Another go. Another cute smile. Yeah. Ty's son. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. He's home. He's where he belongs. We all know that. That this, this was supposed to happen the entire time. And I said before, everybody called you, Bah, Max Domi on Montreal from Toronto. Do you hear what he's saying about Toronto? Disgusting. I hate him. And I'm like, guys, listen. He has to say this. It's PR. It's Montreal. It's Montreal. They'll fucking cry if you don't speak a little bit of French and say bonjour, sweeten your tea. Like they just, that's who they are. (laughs) I didn't believe any of it. We knew where his heart lied and now he's come home. And you know what? I, I cannot wait because I honestly, I'm going to say right here. He's obviously not going to, I don't think put up the points he ever did in Montreal because he was thrown into a first line center kind of on a shittier team. He was given tons of power play minutes, so he put up tons of points. But I think he's going to have a hot start. I really hope so. Like, I think now it could go either way. Now, the pressure of this market could get to him sometimes. Like, it seems like those hometown kids or or the kids who were always supposed to play for us or his dad was Ty. And we've talked so many times on this show that for all the flack Toronto gets and how much I hate that those white collar Torontonians run our country. We're a blue collar team. And that's why fans always love the guys who work hard, who get down to the dirty areas. 
And Ty was like that. I mean, Ty was basically a fucking goon in the nineties. And at one point was putting up maybe three, four goals a season before he went onto that weird tear at the end of his career where he stopped fighting as much and was getting like 10 goals a season. And it was starting like, why is Ty Domi scoring so much? But all that to say is he's beloved. I think with Ty being his dad, I mean, he know he truly knows the market. I remember seeing little Max at Toronto Argo games because Ty would always go to Argo games when he played on the Leafs. He was always around the arena. It was Ty Domi's son. So I don't think, honestly, the spotlight's too big for him. And I think he's going to come off to a hot start. And I'm fired up for it. I, I think he gets it 100%. Yeah. I want him to yeah. punch somebody in the face just like he always does after the whistle. I don't care. Now he's ours. Last year, all we could talk about was the playoffs. Like, let's just go for the playoffs. This year, it's going to be a little bit more like a fine wine for me. I think we're going to sip this season and enjoy it, and just see see what this like new field Leafs are going to be. And I think Max Domi is going to be the catalyst the the Leafs needed for a little while. Spark plug. I really kind of classify him as a Darcy Tucker with more talent kind of guy. Basically, like a Michael Bunting, but better. Stop complimenting Bunting so much. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's just, you know, but. He, he he was really that the only guy in the lineup last year. Like you've said, Wendell and season. Darcy Tucker. If you compare him to Gary Roberts, my third favorite player with the other two, I'm going to drop you. I I swear to God. Well, just wait, wait till you see my next analogy <laughs> for the next player. Fuck, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for, for uh, Max Domi. I think the contract he signed was super team friendly. And the rumor was uh, as soon as they get wind of what the next salary cap is going to be, he's going to get a pay raise and probably a term deal. And I love it because I want guys who want to be Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, yeah. That being said, uh, the one that kind of like threw me for a little bit of a loop, I'm going to say he's kind of like Leaf legend Larry Murphy, but kind of the same. I don't know. John Klingberg. This is such a weird deal. Worse worse than Larry. Worse than Larry. You know, he's he's such a question mark. But here's what I really feel the value of John Klingberg is. John Klingberg's one job on this team is not to play defense. It's not to be the second pairing, maybe the third pairing. PP1, that's the only place he makes sense to me because, honestly, every time I see Morgan Riley with the puck skating backwards, I get nervous. And not to take anything away from Morgan Riley, he's a fucking great defenseman. He's a top – he's a first – excuse me, A1 defenseman on, I would say, 20 of the 32 teams in the league. Um, he's a good defenseman, but I just don't love him on the power play and he doesn't have a shot. He, you know, I just, I don't love him there. And he's just been, he was defaulted there for a while and he just kind of stayed there because we got used to him being there. I know he's an offensive guy, uh, but I think last couple of seasons, he's really taken his defensive game up. I just don't want to see him in PP one anymore. So John Klingberg, I like PP one. So. I yeah. like the signing, even though it doesn't make much sense. It, it's not the right reason to sign a guy, but for uh, the little money that you're giving him, if he's mostly your PP1 guy, I think that's a win. Yeah, definitely. I've got like four thoughts in my head. I'm going to try to get them all out. So uh, first off, long discussions I've had. Larry Murphy, criminally abused by this relief fandom at the time and was not as bad as everyone thought. We, they just It was just the guy to boo. And that's why he went on and was mm-hmm. so successful afterwards. Like He was good, legit. Mm-hmm. Klingberg. Klingberg, exactly like you said, he he is not a good defenseman defensively, but he's big. He's good on the power play, moves it around. We've 
we've played around with five forwards on a power play, one defense, four. So you know what? Yeah, it's fine with Klingberg. I didn't mind Riley so much, but there definitely has to be some type of quicker passing along the uh, blue line back and forth. Uh, get Austin set up for that shot. So Klingberg, I'm happy with the deal. I honestly believe going into the trade deadline this year, Ohefe, that the Leafs will be looking for like a top four defenseman, maybe a stay-at-home defensive. I, I think that's going to be what we're going to be trying to get towards playoffs. Um, and not to take away right now from the Klingberg discussion, but I'm more excited about Jake McCabe having a full year. I want Timothy Lilligren. I'm going to be watching a lot. I really like this kid, and I think he's taking a step, and I think he is a really solid top six defenseman in this NHL. And if we can kind of shore that up, Giordano hasn't looked too hot. I mean, he's a bit older guy. I don't know where we see him, but I like the Riley Morgan, TJ Brody thing because TJ Brody is one of our best. As much as he was getting a little bit of flack and everybody wanted to move the contract randomly, which I still don't fucking get. So I don't I don't get it that. either. Yeah, but you know what? He, the guy sprawling out with his stick on the ice, like going in against the boards, like Brody does his job well. And sometimes those quiet defensemen that you don't really notice, those are the guys that the reason we won that game 2-1, 3 not like whatever. So and, and incredible skater too. Exactly, exactly. So I I like that first pairing and you know me, I've always loved Mo. I thought he now I sh- thought he, he should have been the captain when we uh we were giving out the C, but I totally get Tavares superstar from Oakville hometown kid. I loved it as well. Back to Klingberg, yeah. So I agree with everything you're saying. He's brought in for the power play. I, he is a defensive liability at times. I think he'll be moved down. Uh, probably into the third pairing at times. So I can see us picking up a defense or, or maybe a kid in the Marlies or someone kind of steps it up, but not bad. And it's what one year we have him for one year. I mean, he yeah. could get moved at the deadline too, you know? All right, moving That's on. Um, Ryan Reeves, the big, the big signing, the one that we couldn't wait for. Where are you on Ryan Reeves? Give it to me. I fucking love it. Okay, there's a reason that all of us like Colton or Fraser McClaire and all these guys and say what you will. Ryan Reeves is probably the toughest guy in the NHL right now, pound for pound. Yeah, there's Tom Wilson, all those guys that that on any given night, they might win the fight. But Ryan Reeves scares people. And you know what? I saw people complaining about his contract, the three year term at one point three. Who even knows if he fucking plays that out? He's what, like 35, 36 year old? Yeah, all variable. Exactly. The guy's going to probably retire after two years. He's going to like we were so pumped up when Wayne Simmons. He he was on such a downward trajectory in his career these last few years. But anytime he would, the one or two fights a year, we would go nuts. I'm so fired up for this to have him on the fourth line. It just, those guys I've always believed just always help the rest of the lineup. Guys like Mitch Austin, who are not fighters and they're not supposed to be. That is not their job. The job is if anybody goes out after our superstars, Ryan Reeves is the guy who looks at the bench and goes, if you fucking go after Mitch one more time, I'm going to break your knee. Like, I want that type of just like, just murder in his eyes. You're getting, me too, so, you're getting me too excited. <laughs> so the first time we play, like like that interview where they're like, oh, what do you think about like uh, Radko Gudis just laughing in Wall's face after they defeated you? And he just gives that soft talk. He's like, yeah, I'd love to see them try it this year. It's like, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That is what I want. He brings it to the table. That that first time that he punches somebody in the face, it's just like I'm gonna have to hold back buying the Reeves jersey on Fanatics. You know what? A hundred percent. I I was thinking it too. He might be the guy that I I do a a t-shirt jersey on because he's just that guy where he'll be an instant fan favorite. Of course, he can he get like uh, six goals all season. He'll have like uh, 15 assists, but he'll have 200 penalty minutes, and I'm okay with that because 
you know what the the days of the the Leafs being soft are over and this was a big exclamation mark saying that yeah no that was our analytics era and now we're getting back to uh we're only worried about what happens in the playoffs we might i mean they they're probably going to win the atlantic the uh, atlantic division uh which I don't think it would come to a surprise to many because I think Tampa's going to drop off enough. And uh, I mean, hopefully Boston, <laughs> like we said last year, hopefully Boston falls off. But Ryan Reeves is, uh, we're going to play probably two games in the playoffs and he's going to have eight penalty minutes in both games. And he's going to smash the fuck out of anybody who pisses off the Leafs. All right. Yeah, it definitely won't be typical Leaf lore. Game one of the playoffs, absolutely tune somebody, gets a two, three-game suspension. Oh, yeah. Just take yeah, it out. But then, that, that won't happen. <laughs> but then you're going to have, like, Dallas against um, who gives a shit, and you're going to have one of the one of the guys, you have Robertson, a two-handsome guy in the face, full baseball swing with a guy on his knees, and he's going to knock his head off. He's going to get a one-game suspension because, yeah. um, you know, they, they deemed it. It kind of hit his helmet, too, a little bit, so he's okay. It's going to yeah. – anyways. Um, last one. Uh, there's two, but I'm going to go with uh, Martin Jones, who was put on waivers yesterday, will most likely clear waivers. Um, I like it just because it's a little veteran – um, who can still go and like I mean last year's eight eighty eight save average, but won like twenty six games last year. So if we're not one hundred percent comfortable with Wall, which we're going to talk about the goalie situation later, but um, he is a very serviceable backup uh, with a whole bunch of experience. Absolutely, there's nothing wrong with bringing in these veterans at any position on a cheaper contract to try and make the team or to give you some depth. Absolutely. We all know the kind of memes and stuff made of Martin Jones and the fall from grace he had over the last few years when he started off so hot in his career. But still, like you said, he has playoff experience. He's won games. He's he's multiple seasons of over 20, 30 games played. Like he he knows the grind every day in and out of being an NHL star. So that guy, there's no problem in bringing, especially when we have a rookie backup who Spoiler alert, I actually really fucking like that's no shock since I liked him last year. But yeah, and you know what? It's also just good like uh asset management because Vasilevsky just went fucking down. And who knows what other injuries are gonna happen? You got a guy like that? Guess what? Maybe we flip him for a fourth, a fifth, a sixth. I know it's not much, but you get something instead of just releasing a guy for nothing. So it's just all, like I said, asset management. It can help in the long run. Yeah, he's put on waivers. I I agree too. I think he's probably going to clear. And then guess what? Worst case, someone goes down. Yeah, the Leafs are not always going to all of a sudden trade for a superstar to replace somebody, but we've got reliability and we have a good enough team in front of our goaltenders, honestly, that... The rest of the team should be able to win games. Just like I believe the goalie should win games sometimes single-handedly. I mean, rarely, but that that is kind of the goalie's job, just like a pitcher, pitcher or a quarterback. It's such a unique position. But this team is is good enough that Joseph Wall, Martin Jones. I mean, we saw it. Eric Schalgren, like Joseph Wall in the past. Like this team can do it. They can carry it. Um, last one, and he may not make the team. Uh, I. I watched him in the preseason game. I didn't think uh, Dylan Grambrill was anything to um, worry about. I mean, he's kind of like a little bit of a five years in the season career journeyman. I, you know, as a center, I think it's just center depth. He probably play mostly for the Marlies. But I want to bring him up just because it's another West Coast guy that's getting brought in. And I know that Brad Trilliven has most experience watching West Coast teams. But 
we saw a lot of influx of guys who were playing in the West now playing for this team. So I thought it was like another interesting addition for the Leafs. Um, yeah, honestly, right now, I'm pretty sure he's out concussed. I think okay. he's indefinite right now. He's out. So, but, but yeah, like you said, like I, I hard to disagree depth. Tree living knows these Western guys. He, he just wants people to come in and kind of fight for positions. I honestly think we're going to have a great Marley's team. I'm going to try to go to a couple games this year. I think this is going to be a yeah. nice team. Um, and I think Topi Namella or Roni Harvinen are two Finnish prospects who are pretty high up in the depth chart. I don't know if both are playing. I think it might just be Hervinen, but I'm excited to see those guys. They're both in the, the, uh, for the next game against Montreal. Nice. Um, coaches, um, Oh, so uh, Bratcher Living coming in uh, first year, first off season, I guess. Not even like a full off season. Um, Love you, Brad. You know what? Like at first, I was like, oh, why fucking Calgary's done shit? <laughs> you know, but I really like the off season. I thought he did a great job in the off season. I'm kind of intrigued to see what the what Bradshaw Living has to offer this season. Uh, I. I can't say over his uh, tenure with Calgary that I was impressed by any of those Flames teams, but although I remember those Flames teams coming in and playing in Toronto, playing really well, um, and always hard to play against. Plus, he knows guys like TJ Brody and Mark Giordano already. So I'll be kind of curious to see what happens. Um, I'll let you talk about Brad in a sec, but I just want to touch base on the two new assistant coaches brought in, uh, Guy Boucher, who, uh, league head coach for the centers and the, and the lightning and Mike Van Ryan, former leaf defenseman, uh, during the coaching staff. I think these are both wins. I think, especially if you can get these, you know, guys with experience are always going to be beneficial. Um, so I'm excited to see what happens and already like preseason seeing that, that, power play designed by Guy Boucher. It's so wacky seeing like defensemen kind of on the sideboards and having your guys at the, uh, your big shooters at the point, Ryan Reeves in front of the net. Like there's a lot of things that I saw in this preseason power play that is like, Oh, this is, we're different now. We're, this is different. This is not the same cycle around that I've used to seeing. This is big boy hockey. I'm kind of impressed by it, to be honest. Uh, what are your thoughts on GM and new assistant coaches, Ba? Yeah. Um, not not too much of a comment on Mike Van Ryan. I don't know too much about his coaching, but I'm I'm glad, like you said, everything you pointed to, a uh, veteran of the NHL, played for the Leafs, he's coming in, seems to know his job well. Of course, yes, famous Mike Van Ryan, just going through the glass after getting hit, as I'm trying to believe. Guy Boucher, I absolutely love. I think that's a great addition for our special team, especially after the last few years, where it seemed like a lot of times just our power play was not clicking for such long stretches and they just kept passing back and forth, back and forth. So I like Guy Boucher, tons of experience, seems like a good guy. I, I still like Kiefer. I think he's a great head coach and I, I just like the guy. But, you know, Guy Boucher, that is a, a head coach in the wings. If something were to happen, drop off a cliff, it's like, yeah, you can bring that guy in. But again, he's a special team specialist. And I think he's going to be excellent in that role. And I just, uh, just like you said, just new flavor with the team this year with some of our, like you had to change something. None of us want any of the players to leave because we all believe, and it's true that this is a good team. They've proven that they're a really good team. They just haven't proven that they're clutch and there's a difference and it's a huge difference. And hopefully they're going to work on it this year because they've won around last year. So we can build on something, but they're a good team, and I just I, I'm really excited to see Guy Boucher regular season. I, I think our special teams is gonna 
work out and maybe we'll have one of those boring games where we're just waiting at the red line Remember years ago when he was the head coach <laughs> and everybody's just booing i think oh. it was philadelphia um <laughs> and then moving on to tree living first off fuck dubas with that whole pittsburgh move you fucking absolute slime <laughs> So you're he's such a rat. And Spetsa, you can go fuck yourself. I loved you for years. Fuck you. Moving past that. <laughs> I I think Tree Living is a great addition. Yeah, you know what? There was a lot of questionable signings in trade. I shouldn't say a lot. I would say it's probably 50-50 is tenure in Calgary. But for me, and I've always kind of liked Calgary, so I've watched some of their games, the later night games. That team failed him a lot. Okay. Now, yeah, constantly bringing back Suter. I don't fucking know. That guy just stay on the fucking farm at this point because you get three months out of him and the team falls off a wagon and doesn't like him. So very questionable. You know, at the time, the Matthew Kachuk trade seemed pretty good. You're getting a serviceable uh, defenseman uh, back. You're getting Huberto. Yeah. So Isn't that trade good up to the playoffs? Yeah. I mean, he brings in from his, the basic rival, Jacob Marks, Markstrom, their starting goaltender. That guy kind of falls off a fucking cliff, provides them no goaltending when he is getting paid, what, six, six and a half million? He's supposed to be a top five, top ten goaltender. That's massive. You got a ton of guys like Gaudreau and them who apparently just want to play in Columbus so fucking bad for Babcock, who's no longer there. They all leave. Like, nobody really wants to re-sign. It's just like Calgary. It's just out in the West. Nobody gives a shit. So, you know what? I never thought New Brad stadium. Yeah, I never thought Brad did as bad of a job as some of the people were giving him. But like I said, yeah, there were some questionable moves. However, I think he's a great guy to have right now with the team that Dubis and Shanny and all these guys built. And he can bring in because we've had the skill pieces come in and we've got those guys that are going to score us the goal. And Brad's job is to fill out the edges, to make the full picture. So I think he's starting to do that. I mean, Tyler Bertuzzi, Max Domi, Ryan Reeves. Those three guys all in one season. I was hoping for one of them. Like I thought, okay, well, we'll get, Same. we'll get Revo. No problem. And then after we signed Revo, it was about a week, maybe a couple of days before the Domi and Bertuzzi signings. And I'm talking to the guys at work all the time. And I'm like, bro, just one of them. I, I'd rather have Bertuzzi just from past what I've seen, but I would take Max Domi as well. I don't care. I just want a little bit of more grit as well as Reeves. What does he do? He signs both. He brings in Klingberg, yeah, who's a defensive liability, but you know what? He's bringing in more depth. So, honestly, no complaints with Brad right now. And from everything I've seen in his press conferences, he seems to get it. I mean, Calgary is obviously not as big of a market as Toronto, but it is a big market. It's a Canadian market. The media is always there, so he's already got that under his belt. So, I, I'm excited to see where this team goes under his direction. I honestly think, and I really like Berkey, okay? I, this was young, naive Jesse. I believed in that team. I everybody makes fun of it, but I had a Fanuf jersey. I loved Lou Polkessel. I think Brad is a more refined Burke in a way with how he's going to build this team. Not lean so heavily into the grit, non-skill areas of the team. It, it, he's kind of a hybrid of both. So again, I'm I'm excited to see where this team goes this year, and I, I like the addition so far. All right, let me throw some names at you, and just give me some quick thoughts on them, on what you, just maybe one point, two points on what you like out, out of them, or where you kind of see them happening, or maybe the impression that they've left on you so far, but I want this to kind of be like a rapid fire, okay? Okay. First off, Easton Cowan, born absolute May 20th, 2005. <laughs> yeah, absolute beautician, small guy, grew up a Toronto fan, just to, to have... 
a first rounder just from last year, a bit of a small guy, but makes such an impact in the preseason. And there's talks of him maybe making the team, even though he's not going to. Excelente. Excelente. Okay. Matthew Nyes. Oh my god. Happy 2.0. I yeah. mean, yeah. Just just absolute stud. Absolute just, stud. Just an early runner for the uh the dual name between him and Austin Matthews. Uh I was thinking of Austin Matthews Nyes, but yeah. I really like Sun Bros. Like they're both from the Sun the uh Arizona area. Or yeah. the uh, Phoenix area, the Sun Bros. I don't know. I like it. Anyways, let's keep moving. Frazier Mitten. Great. I liked him ever since we were drafted. That's another guy. He's got a lot of grit, a lot of tenacity. He's going to go hard into the boards. He's that guy when, before the ref blows the puck, he's jamming his stick into the goalie, into the net, and that's what you need sometimes. I Honestly, I would love for that kid to make the team. Just a surprise. So I really like Frazier Mitten. Same. Brought Camelopes, I, mean, I think. Like it, it was a good team as well. Uh, like, yeah. WHL kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, nineteen years old. Um, just turned nineteen, so I can't see it happening. But uh, Nick Robinson next up on the list. Robertson. Unfortunately, not. I like Nick, and he's tried really hard. And you know what? He could be adept, but like, I get it. He might make the team this year, be on the fourth line with I think like Camp Reeves maybe. But he's basically at this point interchangeable with any of these young guys. Like. Not saying this guy's better, but that Bobby McMahon guy that came up last year, you know, we've got Pontus Holmberg who can come in Mm -hmm. as a center, you know, so you maybe move someone to his wing. You know what? Nick seems like the kind of guy that I think he needs a fresh start somewhere else, maybe. And it's not like a knock on him. And and it's like, I'm not saying like, I don't want to see him in a Leaf jersey because if the kid wants to play here and he's working hard, then, then excellent. That's all I want. But it might be best for him. Maybe go to a worse team that's not such high expectations. We're going to lead the Atlantic, and he can go. I, I, obviously, everybody wants to say Arizona right away, but I don't want to ever send anybody to Arizona. But you know what? Go to a team where the expectations aren't so high, and maybe you get some third, fourth line minutes, and you actually have a chance to make this team and make a name for yourself. Why not? Nashville, yeah, you know, someone like that. I, 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 yeah, I can see somewhere like Nashville or even Colorado, uh, just because the expectation is a little bit lower in Colorado. Um, than maybe last year that they, they had, but I, I think you're right. I think, unfortunately for Nick Robinson, Robertson, geez, uh, <laughs> I think unfortunately he is like two years behind where he's supposed to be. And I get injuries, and of course COVID really fucked up these guys uh, in their development timeline. But I think the there's guys now younger and better and bigger than him doing what he does. And unfortunately, I think you're 100% on the money where. I can definitely see him going out as a piece at the deadline to bring bring maybe that one A1 uh, defensive defenseman into the lineup. Just, you know, I hope it does. I mean, maybe we're all wrong and maybe he just lights it up and he's scoring 25 goals at the end of the season. But I can't see him being a long-time fixture for the Toronto Police. I can't see him pass this year. Uh, moving on, I uh, just want to touch a couple on, de- on defense. Um, Simone bon- um, Benoit... I don't think he's going to play a ton for the Leafs this season, but what I really like about this guy is he's 6'4", 205 pounds, and looking to smash. Um, he's like a long time, or last year played with John Klingberg, and uh, maybe they have something there, like maybe they have some chemistry, and maybe they work well together or whatever. But uh, I like the signing. What's your what's your thoughts on Simone Benoit? Yeah, um, as I said before, great, great signing. Always like a big body, a guy who's going to throw 
hits around. Yeah, not too impressive in uh, training camp. Didn't really stand out in preseason. So I, I agree. I don't really see him playing a lot of time. But, you know, if Klingberg is really not working out or we just need some toughness or, or a guy goes down for a couple of days, no problem bringing him in into uh, like the bottom third line defensive role. He's playing, what, maybe eight to 12 minutes, maybe not even that. And going to be just a even maybe plus one on the board and sometimes be a defensive liability, but he's also going to piss off the opponents and it just kind of adds to what this team is. All right. Last for the forwards, uh, sorry, defenseman, uh, Connor Timmons. Where do you see him this season? Uh, well, he's, how long is he out? It's just week to week. Uh, I, body. week to so, week. That's right. Connor Timmons again, six, two, some bright spots when he played last year. Uh, there are times where he moves the puck really well. And I think that, again, he is just solid depth addition. I don't really see him. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be a couple of guys where they're just going to be kind of rotating in and out. Like, I, I, I don't want to say Klingberg is going to be necessarily rotating in and out because he's a bit veteran. And if he plays well, he's definitely going to stay in the lineup. But who knows about Giordano, right? Like, maybe he just keeps kind of going downhill. He can't play as much. So they you know, scratch him here and there. So yeah, I, I like Timmons there. You know, he's, he's at best a six defenseman. So a couple games here and there, but I like him. He's a big body, like six, two. Okay, like I said, he's the puck relatively well. Last off, we've got the uh, goaltenders. Um, I'm just gonna go with the, the top three, not including Matt Murray. So we talked about Marty Jones, um, Samsonoff and Joseph wall. Um, you know, I, I put out there, I, I mean, it's Samsonov's job to lose, or Samsonov's job to lose. Uh, I don't know what, what pronunciation, pronunciation he wants to do with his name this year, but it seems like I'm having trouble with all of it. But um, Samsonov's, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I hate saying this, but he got that deal, and it was like a very reasonable deal for both sides. I don't know if he's going to have, a, like, I don't know if he's going to have the season he had last year. Um, I think he's probably going to play like, 55 games for the Leafs this year. I think Joseph Wall is going to probably play 20 games for the Leafs, and Martin Jones probably get into five games this year. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm really nervous, and I, 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 what I don't want at the end of the season is a Joseph Wall backed up by Marty Jones at the end of the season. That's the only thing I'm hoping for. I completely agree with you, and yeah, the injury, it's always kind of in the back of your mind. But I really like Samo. Honestly, and you know what? The arbitration held three and a half million. I mean, he's 26 walls right there, 24, 25 years old. So it's not like they're spring chickens, but I really like Samo. I think he's a great goaltender. Uh, I love when we brought him in. He can shore up a lot. He, you know, priested like going post to post. He's really solid. Uh, the guys seem to love him. He loves playing here. Kind of says the right things with his little Russian translator. So right. I'm, I'm really happy that he's our goaltender. You know, there's not a lot of other options out there. And I think that given the opportunity, the fact that, you know, he kind of got the monkey off his back last year with the playoff series win the first time in his career after being kind of put down in Washington that he was never able to get over that hump. So, yeah, I, I think that this is going to be hopefully a little bit of a vengeance here. Like, yeah, OK, I didn't you know, I didn't get as much as I wanted in arbitration, beat the playoffs, you know, kind of shut up the critics. Now it's time to get down and play for the Leafs. I agree with you. Fifty five to 60, 60 would be a lot maybe for him. But uh, I think he's going to be a really good goaltender for us this year. Solid if he stays healthy. And then Joe Wall, 
I've always liked this kid. I I have just always loved goaltender since I was a kid. That's the position I've just been just because of the goalie mass, the pads, everything. And so I always believe no matter what in your organization, you should have young goaltenders that have a chance of in a couple of years making your team. Like you should always have goaltender depth in your organization. And as a GM in NHL on PlayStation, that's always what I do. And we win. So don't even worry about that. But <laughs> okay. I like I, I like Wall. I, I think he's really sturdy and the the games he played last year, I mean, he didn't look out of place. And I think that's the best thing I can say for a young goaltender with not a lot of NHL experience. He looked good. He didn't look out of place. The guys rallied around him, and he was serviceable when our starting goaltender went down and our other starting goaltender never even got off the ground. So well, well good said. for Wall. Well said. Yeah. All right. One thing I want to talk about the goaltenders here, I brought up in a group chat too, but I am blown away. Um, by the fucking okay. First of all, we're gonna talk about uh, what's that? Six, seven goaltenders here, uh, all on the Maple Leafs. Um, the size of these guys yeah. is mind blowing. So first, starting off with a guy who's who might play for the Marlies this year, uh, but might play over in um, Sweden. Dennis Hildeby, Hildeby. Uh, six. Hildenby, six foot seven, two hundred twenty-two pounds. Mamma mia! You have Martin Jones, six foot five, two hundred three pounds. Matt Murray, 6'5", 203. Uh, Pesca, Pesca, 6'3", 181. Uh, Petrozelli, 6'5", 185. Samsonov, 6'3", at 217. And then Joey Wall at 6'3", uh, 202 pounds. Uh, Jesse, we're both tall guys. Uh, but considering that all these goaltenders are taller than us, is fucking mind-blowing i am i know that like big goaltenders are a thing but are these the tallest goaltender in all of the nhl this is mind-blowing to me a six foot seven guy before skates is going to play goal six foot five like you, when you have three goaltenders who are six foot five i know one person who's six foot four i don't know anybody taller than that how the fuck have they been able to wrangle basketball players to play goalie. It doesn't make any sense to me. I love it though. It is just a weird little thing that's sticking out that I can't look away from. Yeah. And I'll just add to this and, and you know, people can kind of maybe dismiss my, because I, I really overrate and I put way too much into goaltending, like I said before, but Keith Petrozelli and Dennis Hildeby, I love both, both six, six, uh, Hildeby's 22 Swedish, uh, Petrozelli, you know, American, the, on the Marlies, played for the Growlers before that. Excellent jerseys, the Newfoundland Growlers, by the way. Shout yeah, out 100%. Them. I love those fucking jerseys. But you know what? I, I don't know if these guys are going to be NHL goalies, but so far, every step of the way, they've looked good. They look big. Devin Dubnik apparently was just what the Leafs looked at as <laughs> the prototype for our goaltending going forward. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we need just more of that. And I'm excited to see where these guys go because – like I said, I'm I'm not sure, but after basically having Joseph Wall and Ian Scott as our only two goalie prospects for a couple of years, and you know, kind of Ian Scott after coming out of juniors wasn't going to be that guy with injuries and whatever retired early. It's just really nice to kind of see these young goaltenders achieving wins and playoff series wins in our farm system with the chance of maybe one day coming up to the big league. So I, I like all of them. And oh, by the way, the goalie mass this year for our team. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, Sa Sammy did you right for sure. Uh, going back oh. to the classic Cujo inspired. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Although, like, I, 
I mean, I loved um, Felix Poppins because I thought it was always like the, it was kind of like the beginning of like it's iconic really character. Yeah, iconic. Yeah, hundred percent. And he always kind of had the same style throughout his career, whoever he played for. Even when he played for Vancouver, he did the same style, different colors. Um, the Kudrow one is super iconic. But f- when it comes to goalie masters, only one iconic one. Eddie, uh, the absolute legend, Jeff Hackett with the <laughs> San Jose Shark. Yeah, Jaws kind of coming over. I always thought that was the coolest yeah. one. Anyways, that being said, Eddie, Eddie the Double uh, Eagle, Cujo the Cat. Come on, those ones are way better. The Shark one, please. Next up is Kelly Cruz with the bandana. <laughs> okay, Ba. Um, let's do some early predictions. Okay, what do you think? The Toronto Police record will be at the end of the season. Mm, what was our record last year? If you give me a second, I'll be able to pull it up. They finished mm-hmm. second in the Atlantic. That's all I remember. Yep. 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 All right. This we is just closer dead air. Dead air. <laughs> do, 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 do. How's everyone doing? Well, anyways, like I said, uh, I, I, I should think... just, I should just Google it. Yeah, as we're just, we I don't even know. Anyways, I don't know. So I'm going to say, <laughs> let's say. Just give me a second. I'm almost, I almost got it. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Fucking app. Well, obviously, like you said before, they're, I th- believe that they're going to finish first in the the East, the Atlantic. Okay, 50, so, yeah. 50, 21, and 11. 50, 21, and 11. Okay, so let's go. I'm going to go 55, 55, 20, and then whatever's left over. What's that? Seven, six. Uh, Well, there's 82 games in a season. Yeah. Then 12. Boom. (laughs) Basically the same thing. Um, I, I, okay. So just in the case of being different, I'm going to go, I'm going to say 52, uh, 19, I guess, and whatever's left there. What's that make it nine? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's all right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think they'll do better than they did last year, but I don't know how much better they're going to do. And I don't wait, know. Wait, you said 12 for me? 55 and 20 is 75. Oh, you're right. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> so it is seven. <laughs> yeah. <Fucking orc. laughs> you're right. I was wrong. I, I'm not afraid to admit it, Bob. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's I fine. Know. A lot, I know. Okay, yeah, it's it's true. <laughs> All right, so I, I so I'll do fifty two, nineteen, and eleven. Uh, I I don't know. I whatever. Okay. Uh, let's say goal leader. Oh, obviously Austin. Yeah. Obviously, man. How much? Yeah. I will say like him, him and Willie both ended last season with 40 goals. I know. I I think it's going to be more than that. I'm going to say, I'll say Morgan Riley is going to get 44. Okay. Nice. I like that guess. Um, And just for its worth, I'm going to say 47. Oh, see, I wanted to go higher too. Good for you. Okay. Points. Points. I'll say for Matthews, 44. Sorry, total points, total points. Yeah, yeah, total points, I know. 44, I'm going to add, what, how many assists? I'll say he's going to get 
83 points. Okay. <coughs> I'm going to say Marner. I'm going to say 103. Holy shit. All right. And then uh, let's, what else should we do? You, you know what? Let's do penalty minutes too. Wait, was, were you asking me to give total points for Matthews or Marner? No, I, who's going to lead the team in points? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, change that. I totally screwed that up. Mitch yeah, Marner's 83 is like... Dude, I thought you were... <laughs> this is brutal for the podcast. Uh, yeah, I thought you were asking me what <laughs> I thought my point total for Matthews was going to be. Okay, you said 103 for Marner. I believe yeah. he's also going to... I'll say 101. Marner as well? Yeah, I'm going to price his right you and just go under. Okay, it's, it's fine. All right, penalty minutes. Oh, Revo. Well, actually, actually, I can see Bertuzzi or Toby possibly leading penalty. <laughs> like, I, I could see Reeves obviously getting into more fights and more majors. Right. But I don't think he's, I don't, nobody's expecting him to be like fighting every fucking night. So I'm going to say, no, I'll say Max Domi's going to lead penalty minutes. Go after oh, dad's okay. record. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, okay, so where are you going to put him at penalty, like 200 penalty minutes? Sure, sure. That's a good yeah. base. I, but he's going to be leading the team for sure. He's okay. getting suspended at least one to three games this year at some point. That's happening. <laughs> who who led the Leafs last year? Who led the Maple Leafs? And this is a little behind the scenes stuff, folks. This year, let's see. Oh, it's probably Michael Bunting. That's probably who it was. All right, give it to me. What do you got? Fucking NHL, the worst website you could ask for. They actually All right, are. Pims. Michael Bunting with 103 last year, followed by Mark Giordano with 53, and Wayne Simmons with 49. Wayne Simmons played 18 fucking games last year. He had 49 fucking penalty minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to say, um, like, Domi's a good guess. I'll, I'll go with Reeves, I guess. You said Domi. You sure you want to be at 200? That's crazy. No, no, I don't. You you put out 200, and I'm just looking I now. Is it, you put 200? Oh, I said 200, but you tell yeah, me. Yeah, no, I, I, I want to go lower than that. I'll say, uh, I'll say, what was, what was, uh, Bunting 103? I'll say 145 for Domi. Nice. And I, I'm going to say Reeves, and I'm going to say he'll probably be at a buck 25. Okay. All right. Any other things you want to track this year? Well, definitely let's keep an eye out for Willie. Like, I, I want to know what, let's keep an eye out for those Willies. I want to know what his points are and how he's going to play. Cause I, he's a stud. And if it's true, what Batman's saying, where we're going to be going up to 87, $88 million, and there's going to be kind of three to 5 million range of extra cap. I think we need to resign that guy. Okay. Like, he's just so Maybe. good. He's our best playoff performer. Just okay, goals and goals and assists for Willie. Where are you? I will say I mean, coming off the best season of his career, uh, I, I'm going to say he's going to be a 35 goal scorer this year. And I think he's probably going to have, uh, I'm going to say 40 assists. No, you know what? No. Yeah, I'm going to say 40. Okay. Me for Willie, I'm going to say 40 goals again. And I'll top that off with 34 assists. So 74. Okay, I like it. We basically have the same numbers, just uh, di- different just different categories. 
You said yep. I said for goals. What you said? Anyways, cool. All right. That's fucking Leaf Edition. Go Leafs go. Season starts in just a couple of days. We're going to have this out for you the day before the season starts. Ba, what theme is it going to be this year? I, you know what? I think it's going to be a, a really good regular season like usual, but I think the boys are going to come out to play. I think all these podcasts we're going to be recording up to March are going to be somewhat positive. And, you know, I can be a Debbie Downer at times, but I am going in fresh slate. No real high expectations, honestly, for this team. Obviously, playoffs. We obviously have to win a round. I don't need to say this stuff to any of you fans. But I am just looking forward after this long, long, long offseason. Just some good hockey for the next month, few months. So I'm, I'm fired up. Positive Leaf fandom here. Let's go. All right. Uh, I'm going to say the theme for this year is going to be um, the same but different. <laughs> same, same. But different. The same, but different. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be the same season as last year. They're gonna do very well, um, but we're looking for a different. We're looking for that second or third win, round win, and you know, uh, no gentlemen sweeps this year, please. Uh, let's just crush teams. I Carolina really scare me. I mean, New Jersey, like what the fuck, New Jersey. Florida um, is not gonna be the same. Everybody, Florida that will, shit. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the shit years of of um. Uh, fucking Kachuk's life because this season and next are going to suck and he's just going to rack up the penalty minutes. He's probably still hurting to be honest. He was so fucked up at the end of the last last playoffs that he this guy's still going to be hurting. Um, so the Panthers are going to suck for at least the next two seasons. You heard it here first, folks. Um, they lost uh, lost some key pieces and uh, who knows what's going to happen with their goaltending this year. So, You know, it's going to uh, piss me off but, even though I don't think this team's going to make the playoffs. I think it's going to be a lot of bullshit games uh, between us and Buffalo this year. I think Buffalo oh is going to be a hard team, team to play. Honestly, the Sabres scare me. Uh, the the uh, Senators scare me. Um, Fuck like, the some teams. Fuck You know what? The, listen, the Sens are going to fucking... They're going to scratch in for a playoff spot. They're going to be like a 7th or, or a 6th, 7th or 8th team. Um, but it, it's it's just that though all those fucks are going to get up to play the Leafs. Yeah, you know, Claude Giroux is going to fucking take some HGH or some shit, and he's going to be up to play the Leafs. And, and Timmy Stutes is going to be... You know, he's going to be, he's a good player, you know, and no matter how many times people say that he dives and does all other shit, he's still a good player and he's going to do good player things. Uh, and he's going to, he's going to burn the Leafs this year. I just hope, I don't care if they lose the series season with um, the Sens, as long as if they play the Sens in the playoffs, they crush them. Uh, I just, I, I just can't have. You know, it reminds me a lot of the the Battle of Ontario early in 2000, where the Leafs had an aging core and the Sens were on the up and they crushed them throughout the whole season and then came to playoffs and the Leafs swept them. What was like four seasons in a row? Yep. Yep. They always had our number in the regular season. Always. Right. And I think that's what I think that's what we're going to I think that's the swing we're in now. I think it's going to be the same thing because all those guys, you know, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, all these guys, Riley, they've, they've been around it enough that there's a certain level of confidence that they're going to have. But they, no joke about it. The Sens are going to be ready to play. So 100 percent. All right. That being said, this is Leaf Edition uh, 2023, number six. Uh, the same but different. Same but different. That's the name of this episode, folks. Bah, thanks for doing this, my man. Yeah, goalies go. Can't wait to see everybody in a month or sooner, hopefully. Peace. Let's do it real soon. Yeah, peace. Say it. Say it. Oh, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Set it for the <laughs>